Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy birthday, buddy. It's, it's birthday week, Tim. We're, uh, we each have big ones coming up this week. I mean, this is it. This is the this one is that we've been waiting for our entire lives. Years, decades. Of course, you'll be turning 43. I will not be turning 43. I'll be turning 40. 42. I'll be turning 40. Andrew's hitting the big 4-0. Tim's 35 tomorrow. I will be, I will pick the big 3-5. It's a big, it's a big number. Tim, here's the thing. I, uh, I made a little stop on my way in this morning. Okay. Have not seen this. I, I couldn't find any birthday candles. Oh boy. So, uh. It's happening. I got you a donut from Dunkin', but since I don't have any candles, we're just gonna, we're gonna put it on the lighter. That's appropriate. Hey, look. Oh, the air conditioner blew it off. Here you go, buddy. Happy birthday. I got you a donut. I appreciate that donut. Uh, I will I will see you a donut and raise mm. you. He hasn't seen this. I, he doesn't know about this. A nifty gifty. Ooh. I see that my name is on. I haven't even opened this. I ordered it for you the second it was released, fearing it might sell out. <laughs> oh, boy. I... I have a feeling I know what this is, Tim. I couldn't stop myself. I'm going to take a bite of my donut while you open your birthday gift from me, of course. Wow. We didn't even we didn't even plan this. Mm. I need breakfast, so thank you. That's uh, exactly as I thought it would be. It's a... Uh, Let's see it. There it is. It's a, uh, it's a God Loves <laughs> Ugly Youth Pastors sticker. <laughs> Thanks, Hot buddy. off the press from Sunday Cool... Definitely not capitalizing on any negative situation going on. You know, uh, I am so grateful that I, yesterday was Sunday. And this this right here is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show. A caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was. You're going to need to remind me to put that lighter back. Otherwise, we won't be able to light the stove in the kitchen. You, I, I, yeah, I will yeah. I will remind you. Welcome welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Tim. This is Andrew. <laughs> Richard wants to know if that guy got fired. Um, <laughs> what guy? That's, his, that's, a, that's a sticker that has nothing to do with anybody else. That's just his, a random God his, loves everyone. His name, is, including his name and pastors. likeness are no longer on the church website. So there is that. I have that. no idea what you're talking about. I, I don't believe you. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jerry says, not too soon, hilarious. Which, when we got a text from a certain group of friends of ours, I too thought it was very funny. And I thought, I did really, first I did really bad math, and in my brain they were selling them for a lot more than they were, but I was like, you know, they're going to make serious money off of that. I wonder if it's, uh, it's the joy of... I mean, the shipping was more than the sticker. <laughs> it's the, the joy of being a business that... Here's the worst part. The cost of shipping is on the envelope. I paid three times that for shipping. Wow. Well. How do you... I don't know. I hope you enjoy your birthday gift. I, it was well worth all $5.64. You know, I just wish I had spent that much on your donut. <clears throat> I should have gotten you coffee as well, but I didn't just for me. Andrew and I get together each and every Monday to discuss the week in ministry that was. We've been doing this, I don't know, 202 two times. times. We're just give or take at this point. There's a few bonus episodes. If if you if you 
you know, take a gander on the Facebook page. You might <laughs> if find. If you want to scroll for years and years, you could find, find one of us in the DR. Couple. I don't think we named, but I think that was an actual numbered episode. Okay. Jerry uh, says, why are you paying for shipping? Why don't you just drive over there? Okay, it's it's about an hour and it's, 10 minutes. It's farther than that from you, isn't it? It's over an hour. I was going to say, it's it's a good two and a half hours for me because I have to... It's hour, possibly an hour and a half. Oh, good. The prophet to America is back. Earl says, as the prophet to America, I can confirm that God does indeed favor homely youth pastors. Well, maybe that's why uh, I was such a wonderful youth pastor. About once a month, Tim and I will text each other something that will say, man, we we were really good youth pastors. And it's usually because of, of how hard we worked and how much we tried. We worked very hard. And when there's that one sphere that you are uh, in charge of, you can kind of hone in on it. And every now and then we'll be reminded of just how well honed we were at at different times. But alas, God called and we had to move on. But here we are. Here we, we are. We still hang out like... Se- 75 years of combined age between us. <laughs> Three and a half months of combined ministry experience. Legitimately. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, I remember when my parents turned 40, it was like the biggest deal Me too. ever. We my had, mom had the Lordy Lordy Look Who's 40 signs in the yard. We had uh, the the black balloons and the the graves because, you know, it, it was over. <laughs> it was done. And I don't understand because I'm still 17 in my brain. And I don't know how this could be applying to me. Did your church sing to you yesterday? They did not. Here's the thing. I don't know if I should be saying this. I'm pretty sure I walked in on people discussing something. Oh, no. So, I, you know, we, we'll we we'll see. Oh, boy. Did, did you get, get sung to yesterday? I did. A certain elder slash mm. announcements spokesman, Sam Rudkin, brought me on stage. And I knew something was up. Our youth pastor was on stage with his guitar during announcements. And I was like, mm, he's not normally up there. During but do you time. need... Do you need accompaniment for Happy he Birthday? He strummed the first chord that we were okay. all in tune. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was awkward. Yeah, well. I love my church. Um, Tim, here's the thought that I've been having the past couple weeks as I am nearing this monumental birthday. It's a big one. And quite frankly, it means I'm excited because the Buccaneers play on a Thursday night, although I thought they would have a way better record going into the Thursday night game. Still that they better than have. the Jags. The, only by by one game, which is scary. By one game, that Tim. Is scary. The uh, the thought that I've had the past several weeks, and I I wonder if you have thought the same. When five and a half and you know three ish years ago, we became senior pastors. It has. We, we it's been three years. Yeah. I mean. We we looked around, and there were not many peers. You know, our our buddies from youth ministry world, and the connections that we've been blessed to make from from dym well, we were uh, in our, our we were in our early to mid 30s yeah I, I yes i was 34 when when i took over here but now you are 30 when did you actually become were you 30 i was 31 32, 31 yeah it was so, october 13th i believe so and now i i keep looking around and i keep getting you know different notifications from my buddies around the country and tim we're we're not nearly as special as we once were I know we thought we were. We thought like, hey, nobody's becoming a lead pastor in their mid to early 30s. And now it turns out that if, if you waited until you were 37 or 40 instead of, you know, 
I don't know. I, I just, I keep seeing pictures of our friends becoming senior pastors and I'm thrilled for them. And it's like, oh, I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not that special. So we, and I don't know if you've, you've we been thought hit with we that were wonderkins. Yeah. That's, that's why I wanted to use the word wunderkin, wunderkin? At, at some point. And it's, which of course is someone who arrives or has, a yeah, spec- it's not wonder kid. Nate, the great taught us that no, it's in, not. A, in an episode of, of Ted Lasso, but it's I don't someone know. who achieves great success at a young age. I, I'm, I think it's safe to say that that's not us. But you know what, Andrew? I'm, I'm okay I would say that. no. I'm I am thrilled with, and this is not a hey. The resume is getting ready because that's that's not the case <laughs> no, at all. I'm not but going I think anywhere. I, I think I've been hit a, a few times in the past week with the with a reminder of how naive I was not that long ago. We were just talking about somebody else having a birthday, and we were like, "Oh, that that makes sense. That person is that much younger than us." Okay, I I get it. And then we thought Andrew back to, often likes to say your maturity level is showing. Well, and he says that to me often. Yes, but, I didn't even tell you what happened at last week's soccer <laughs> match. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, not again. Aaron got bulldozed, and it wasn't even close. And no card. No, no. Did nothing. You, did you get a card? I did go out onto the field. Tim, I was I was hot. I had not seen my son get like violently shoved into the ground like that. There were no pads. It's not football. He wasn't going for the ball. This kid just was making a, a beeline for my son. But if you don't throw a card, like there's no consequence. He can do it. He's going to do it again, and and he did. But when the dad goes out onto the field for a sixth grade soccer game, I was hot. I mean, I was, I was heated. Tim, I realized when I looked down that I was past that white line. I took a couple of steps back. This might be a sanctification issue. Another dad stepped in and took control, and I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> it made for the final soccer match of the season. Oh, it's just just a whole lot of fun. I mean, my my <laughs> sixth grade son, who's teacher, who is also the soccer coach at the school, is saying, you know, he they. They have recess at my son's middle school, which is very exciting. They should name it something else once you're in middle Still school. Still a great show, and they have a disclaimer now on the on the Disney app mm-hmm. before you watch recess. Okay, that it shouldn't be called that. No, that it's depicting things that might not be appropriate. Oh. To be. Well, I think it's the amount of bullying on I've, like during recess. I've never watched the show Recess, but oh, it was a big deal for us. Well, the my my son is. Apparently he's he's quite the the runner. He's he's little, but he's quick. And the coach was like, you know, I he you should see him run. He's he's great. He's he's would easily you know play regularly on our soccer team. He has no desire to play. He plays at recess with his friends. That's great. And no desire to competitively play against other people. And then I hear stories like this. I'm like, maybe it's best for him that he's not playing. Because if uh, a <laughs> bearded father of an opponent. Came now. He, I don't know that he could ever knock anybody down. But um, if a bearded father of an opponent came running out on the field towards him, he might uh, poop in his pants. I was not. I was not going towards any specific player. I was just trying to get the referee's attention. Okay. Just to have a a, a kind discussion with him. You do realize that those referees are paid like forty dollars a game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> New shirt. Jerry says we are not that special. Well, I think I'd, I'd wear it. I you know a little. Morning after ministry coffee logo with we're not that special. Oh, CJ with the pastor appreciation shout out. He says our church did pastor appreciation for us yesterday. Deacon got up there and said we have three pastors, two good ones and CJ. 
<laughs> That'll boost the self-esteem. Oh, that is spectacular. Do you guys do like a pastor's a No. It, like, it hasn't been part of our like church's DNA. No, I, I had. Is it because we grew up in the world that we did, like pastor appreciation wasn't really much of a thing? I, I guess not. I had. I've I mean, had, there were poundings. Yeah. I, I had a few people. You still call them that, right? No. You bring a pound of food. You, you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're referring to. Once a quarter, everyone you, brings a pound of something for the pastor and his family because they don't make a lot of money. I think you spent more time in Appalachia than I did. And you brought a uh, pound of food. It was a pounding. You I, brought a pound of food for your pastor. I have never experienced We had it. so much green beans. I have canned green I have beans. never experienced a pastoral pounding. Someone brought a pound of Skittles one time. That was, that, I stole that's, it so fast. That's a good pounding right there. We, of course, uh, I was not the pastor. I was the child of the pastor. Yeah, we, uh, we, we never had that. CJ says, how old was this ref? He was easily in his late 60s. So small Irishman. So he's just trying to stay active, trying to stay fit. He he couldn't exactly move very. He didn't get up and down the field a lot. We'll also, just, we'll was was he a lone ref? He was a lone ref. See how you can't. He was alone. There's ref. a reason that. But he wasn't far from this play, which is why I was like, you were you were literally right there. There's a reason that you need uh, a ref to side to sideline referees assistant oh, referees yeah his and calls sometimes, on, the, on, on the boundaries were hilarious they, they were never correct and well, we all just kind of peeled you, you can't yeah. you cannot i wasn't mad about that you can't see it from the middle of the jerry field. says i've heard of poundings different kind though i have no idea what he's talking about when, when uh we give our visitors a mug and brad our worship leader always says hey well we would love to mug our visitors and it makes me laugh every funny single every time. time it's never not funny always a funny joke yeah so, Tim, that's just the moral of my story is that I've realized okay. this week that I'm not as special as I thought I was. Um, I'm, I'm probably not going to have a Christianity Today piece written on me. Hopefully. At I, this, I don't want one. At, at this I point, don't want one. it would probably be because I did something stupid, and so I'm good with, I'm good with that. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to show up on, 40, on any 40 under 40 lists in the next three days. <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm thrilled with that. I'm cool. But a few years ago, this podcast was nominated for Best of the Bay. It, we were multiple years in a row, and we never, we never quite got there. But now, now every radio show has their Best of the Bay. Like they, but they, a certain church not far from mine was nominated and won Best. I did see that. And they sponsored the post. They sponsored well, and also like if you have, <laughs> you could have literally just had your congregation all vote one time, and they would have won. And they would have won, but they sponsored the post, which. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names. I, I'm just I, saying. I got a really good laugh for way longer than I should have. Did it make you feel better that we've never actually won the best of the bay? Oh my goodness! The fact yes. that that they that they did win. And when I see churches do that, I'm like, wow! I'm so thankful for Lakeview. Is that I a, just love my church so much? Is that a marketing scheme? Is that a what? What would we call that? Like, is anyone? Earl says more like best of the bays. B a e. Thank right. you. Um, but is that is somebody googling best church in Tampa Bay and they and it and it pops up because you know churches are pretty geographically it's usually it's churches near my house yeah churches, do they preach the here's, Bible here's the zip code or you know no I'm I'm going to best of the bay best of going the, to the category of religion I'm, and spirituality I'm going to go to the most liberal publication in <laughs> the Tampa Bay area that is pretty Have much we talked about this. No, oh, man. but I, it's, I mean, you and I have talked. Yes, about this, but, but it's it's not a it's neat to be nominated for anything, but it's not exactly 
a a publication. The post was like, "We did it, guys! That is, we did it, <laughs> honoring Christ." That's that was the goal. But was it was it community service organization? Like, what was what was no, the actual was post? Because like, I don't it was like, houses of worship a new category or something? Spirituality churches. I don't. I the past couple of years I haven't looked that carefully. Once uh, I because there's like three hundred categories. Yeah, I I get it, but. We've never been the best of the bay. We've only been the second best of the bay, but that's okay. I'm okay with that too. The second best of the bay, and that's okay. There's another t-shirt for you. Thank you, Jerry. I don't know that I'd wear that one as much. Andrew, I just finished up an interesting season at Lakeview. We had three weddings in a span of about six weeks. It's a lot of weddings. They should have chipped in and shared decorations. Well, the interesting thing about all three of these weddings is there was a lot of, yeah, we don't really, we don't care all that much about, you know, the whole the you, whole show of it. Like, you didn't need a balloon arch. We didn't need a balloon arch. We, they, they didn't really ask. There were no bridezillas involved at mm-hmm. all. It was three couples who all genuinely loved the Lord. Three very different age brackets. How old was the How old was the oldest? How old was the youngest? I think we had a couple in their 20s and a couple in their late 60s. Earl says almost attractive, the Andrew Larson story. <laughs> That's hurtful. Hurtful. Uh, I'll write the forward for that one. <laughs> but it was a fun season. Um, I I enjoyed it. And I I keep looking at your different posts always on a Saturday afternoon. Here's here's Timmy doing a wedding yesterday or this weekend. You were wearing a short sleeve button down. So the theme was beach. So the so the groom wore shorts and flip flops. So I was not going to go full okay, suit. So that you, would have been out of sense. place. I get. You. I typically have one of two wedding suits that I will wear to preach in, but this one was. Hey, everyone's showing up in shorts, flip flops. I'm like, I will not be wearing a suit. Makes sense. I mean, you do that as well. Like I always ask yeah. groom, "What are you wearing?" I don't. I don't want to over my, or under. My rule here. is to dress one step. You know, to dress in line with the groom or one step down. So if the groom is wearing a suit. I wear or a, a tux. I wear a suit. If the groom is wearing a suit, I'll wear shirt and tie, maybe a vest, so on and so forth. You want to be one step below the groom. See, this is, is why we have this show. This is very practical advice. It's almost I mean, like this we is had, why Andrew's on the forty under forty list. <laughs> the the forty weddings that Andrew Larson has done. <laughs> as far as I know, there's only one divorce, so I'm okay with that. Same, and that uh, I. I, I uh, Two. I was going to say, it's not a couple that I really knew. Like, I, I knew the sibling of one of the people getting married, and they were like, hey, will you will you do this? True. To be it, fair, one of the divorces that, that I know of, there was no premarital yeah, involved. It, no, was, it was like a, a, a student's mom. I, it was a long time ago. Feel like it was a backyard should, wedding. We, we should, ooh, I love a good backyard wedding. I feel, I feel like there should be a... Compensated a, me. That's why. The the one that I know. Oh, of. I should have brought the gift from this wedding. It was a gift bag, like world's best wedding efficient mug. Wow, Christo's, uh you, gift card. You should start a, a website, weddings by Tim, I, and just the. It was the, so cool. Everything was personalized. I got you a, sipping out of your mug. I got a koozie. That's what I like. It was awesome. I love me a good koozie. Thank you, Rick and Sarah. You guys are awesome. I love it. So wedding season is done. Wedding season is done. Volleyball and soccer season are done. Volleyball and soccer are done. However, and I've got a little note down here because I've got a I've got a child who's uh, venturing into new territory in the Miller household. Earl says, of course, if you can't get married, then you 
can't if you don't get married, then you can't get divorced. He's not wrong. CJ says, please tell me you said, and now these beaches are messy. <laughs> why would I read that out loud? I didn't read it ahead of time. This is why we need an intern. If you're in the area and you'd like to come intern from the Morning After Ministry show to or read comments. Producer. Producer. We, that, we would love that. You, you'd get some screen time. We would sign it off on your resume. We, it would look really good. If if you are looking to break into the world of Really, you're just here to screen CJ's comments because he, he gets about one inappropriate <laughs> comment a week that makes it on the air that I typically read because I didn't screen it. This is why we need help. Uh, you know, Tim, our local sports talk radio station has completely shaken up their lineup. Did you, really? They, Ian Beckles got fired. What? I, it's crazy. So What happened? I have no idea. They, he was probably getting paid like a former NFL player instead of like someone that went to the huh. Dan Pat- Patrick huh. School of Broadcasting. And Listen so. To- Ron and Ian for years. Years, years and years. But so the the guys who used to be the middle of the afternoon when no kids were listening are now in the morning while kids are in the car. True. So uh, we had to turn off the radio this morning. So I, That's why the Joy FM is our the, go-to on the way to it's school. It's the importance of uh, having a good intern to know what kind of show you're trying to run here. Also, so, the Taylor Swift Midnight's Clean Edition yes. is great for the car. But make sure you have the, yes, the Clean Edition. The, I'll say that the again. The 3 a.m. has a clean. Is there a clean of the? Yeah, there is. I've the 3 a.m. The last like three, four songs are all clean. And, yes, but the. I think I was listening to the 3 a.m. version. And I was like, wait a second, this sounds different, and I realized I was listening to the clean version. And how funny is it that was, artists now, and it's very different from when artists would put out records when we were young, because they would just bleep out the word. Yeah. But now they change the lyric. They re-record that one line of the song. Right. And usually it sounds better. I would say digital recording helps with that. So digital recording helps with that. Also, it's interesting that you can release an album and have it be incredible and have people say, what what singles, like what songs from this album are going to be on the radio? Because... Radio doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Radio does not matter. You it's want, typically it, like, you know, who's what's your first music video going to be? Man, yeah. There's your single. And it doesn't matter. Now it doesn't matter because it's all about those streaming numbers. And, and I will say that oh, the how, new uh, T-Swift album, the, seeing as how I have an, an almost high school the, daughter, the has been streamed a lot. album has changed the way music gets done. It's a, uh, an industry that reinvents itself every several years. I was doing my sermon review in my home office Saturday night. I was going to put in headphones, but didn't need to because my daughter ventured into the bathroom directly above my office, plugged in our Amazon Alexa device, mm. full blast, and it was midnights. You know what? I'm just going to sermon prep to midnights. I'm sure Taylor Swift would be very proud. So you have a daughter who's almost in high school, Tim. Let's talk so about last, it. So last talk about Monday it. Let's talk was, about it. was our open house. We, we ventured over to... What could be her? What will be her high school of choice starting next fall? Did it make you feel very old? I did, and I do. I mean, I, did you look around and say maybe I am a wonderkin when it comes to the age of high school parents? We okay, yes, <laughs> that's for sure. There were not a this lot. This is of what happens when you get married when you're 14, Tim. 34 and 32 year olds <laughs> with touring the high school with their with their soon to be high school daughter. There, there was a definite age gap, but that will be me. In but that's been eight years when Avery goes into high school. I would say that's been you for your entire life, though. You've right. you've been the youngest parent because I won't always be the youngest parent. No, but, but with, I, I but will with, be for but with Emily. Emmy. Yeah. So we toured the high school. and I, I was a little bit jealous. I, I, I was not offered the programs that she it will be offered. Ridiculous. I walked into the weight room and he walked me through their entire 
plan that they do. And so weightlifting is no longer a class. They only do weightlifting and personal training for athletes. And they have a personalized program for every sport. Tim, I was... It was impressive. I, I took weightlifting a couple of years. I, knew, I took weightlifting I know in high you school. can tell. I love that uh, class. It was with Coach Carter. Ooh. I'm pretty sure he's still teaching at... Uh, HU. And uh, he might have been dating a senior while he was the... Stop. Stop. <laughs> he was a proud Clearwater Christian College alum. <gasps> and... I would go into weightlifting and he would say, Hey, I need you to do this, this, and this today. And I was like, what if I do, you know, that machine where you, you know, you put your, you, you, you do the, the knee lifts. I was like, what, what if I do 300 of those? He's like, you can't do 300. And watch me. I, I had, I weighed 108 pounds. So it was pretty, it wasn't difficult. I had good abs as a senior in high school and I didn't want to bench Still anything. Do. Still do. <laughs> they're, they're buried. And so that's what I would do. I would say, Hey, can I just do this? And it was weightlifting. Who cares? It is. It's high school PE. Get an A. Be done. Mm. It's a different world, Andrew. It is a different world. So what what unique programs are you going to be encouraging your child towards? I mean, she she's excited about the volleyball track that they have. She she she's so excited about it. We talked to the coach. So coach, how difficult is it to make this volleyball team? And she kind of giggled. Well, you know, there's only six players on the court at a time. Well, they have multiple teams now. I, I realize that, but there's still only six players on the court at yeah. a time. Needless to say, Emily started her uh, volleyball lessons on Saturday. <laughs> With this the goal being, have a chance at Who has been playing team. scholastic volleyball for the past four years. Yeah. And now's a good time to start taking lessons. Um, developmentally, it's actually not a bad time at all. She's kind of right there where she could she could do it. I, I'm with you. There, there's a worship track program where, you know, it's, it's all student-led worship. She's very excited about that as well. So there's a lot of different programs offered. My, my nephew was geeking out over the, I mean, we walked into a room and there was just 3D printers galore. Don't they have an eSports, like, arena over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how the Christian high school experience has changed very, in the past It is very 20, different than years. my Christian high school. I'm not, I'm not mad about my Christian high school experience. It's we, just different. We had Oregon Trail. That was fun. I got dysentery a lot. <laughs> like, regularly, I would get dysentery. It was part of it, though. It was part of the Christian high school experience back then. Wow. Yeah. The uh, PE, or, you know, the coach dating the student and getting dysentery. What was your Christian high school experience like? I, I do remember a, a gentleman, I must have been not quite in high school, but it was middle school, high school combined at my Christian school. And I think I was in seventh grade and there was a, a junior or a senior who did not want to be at the school. I had one of those. There was a few back in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was yep. pretty popular. If you get kicked out of a public school, parents you went to the Christian school because yeah, they accept you. That's going to fix you. Let's just say he we, had a he had a getaway car outside of chapel. I'm so excited because I get to tell my story now. He got up on stage before chapel started. Every student was there. Chapel was, you know, about five minutes away from starting. Looked at us. Teachers looking around confused. Turned around. Dropped trowel. <laughs> and mooned the entire school, middle and high. His pants came down so far you saw more than just his butt. I'm just going to say that. Like his thighs? Sure. Tim... He then bolted out the door. Then we got scolded by a guest preacher for, for our laughing. lack of boldness and for not tackling the guy when he was on. Like, I'm not. 
I'm, I'm a, sorry. I'm a seventh grade boy. Yeah, you not, want me to tackle nope. a grown man? Nope. Tim. They tried to arrest him and charge him. It did not work. When I was a sophomore, there was a junior who was in the same situation. Mm. Kicked out of the big public school, so he came to the little, little lakeside and uh, did not want to be there and decided his only way out was... No. Oh. oh, is that Lakeside? The Redkins went to Keswick? Yes. I was Lakeside fourth grade to graduation. Oh, okay. And Matt wanted to get kicked out. He had a beautiful 67 and a half Mustang mm. with the, uh, the two stripes down the top, you know? Yep. And uh, there was a teacher who he really disliked, and he decided that he was going to uh, show this teacher how displeased he was with him. The only problem is that a lot of people didn't like Mr. Nemore. And so, Sorry, Mr. Nemore. I loved Mr. Nemore. I know you did. Mr. Nemore made me actually enjoy English. He was he was spectacular. But Matt didn't like the guy, mm. so he was trying to get into his classroom. And there were three doors into Mr. Nemore's classroom, one through our multipurpose chapel room, mm. one through the hallway, and then one through Senora Zeckler's classroom because it was like a weird like stacking classrooms thing where there's a, a long hallway for every other classroom. And sure. then so there'd be one in the front, one in the back. And once the first two doors didn't work, he tried to go in through Senora Zeckler's classroom, which was unlocked. But the door into Mr. Nemore's hallway was also locked. And at that point, he decided he couldn't get into Mr. Nemore's cl- classroom. And he hadn't peed in 26 hours, oh, and no. it was time. Oh, no. And so he peed all over Senora Zeckler's desk. Um, that was and probably a lot of urine. There was a lot of urine. And Tim, when I say he peed all over her desk, pictures of grandkids no. that were on her desk. He opened the drawers. He had to pee so bad. He opened the drawers, and then when he was done, he he zipped up and walked out, knowing that it was forever done, and he would be expelled, and and he certainly was. But I will never oh. forget my teacher, who became a friend later. He was you know another one of these like twenty two, twenty three year old people that was a high school teacher, and he was on his hands and knees with the rubber gloves, keeping all of the students out. Like you know, there were three of us that knew what happened, and he did not want anyone else out. He in there, he didn't want Senora to be embarrassed by what had happened and so he was scrubbing wow and he opened one of the drawers you know those aluminum drawers oh, that every teacher had in the 80s well. 90s you could just hear the sloshing and oh. here he is cleaning it up so that she doesn't have to and wow. she's in tears she had a nervous breakdown which was awful for her wonderful for people taking spanish that year because <laughs> the rest of the year all we had to do was translate our daily bread from english into spanish or from Spanish into English, so someone like had gotten a bunch of our <laughs> daily, daily bread in Spanish. In Spanish, and my Indie Fundy Baptist Church still had our daily bread. So you had, and the English so translation I had already. the English translation in my leather zip up Bible, <laughs> <laughs> and so it made oh, it made my last year of high school Spanish academically not very uh, not very good. Wow. But I wow, I got good grades. Now, Andrew, were you a prankster in high school? Did I was. You, did I, you pull a prank no, or two? I was the student body chaplain. I wow. was, I tried to be a, I, I thought I was cool in the prankster. It turns out I was the kid who was going to be a pastor. You don't say. Were you, were you the prankster, Tim? Is that I, what this is? I'm not saying I was. I mean, I, I tried a few. I I thought the, the little Debbie with nuts, if rolled appropriately, yep. looked oh, I remember. very much <laughs> I remember. like something else. And I remember leaving that on my English teacher's desk when she left her room unlocked. I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't go. I think they like, like, like Stark. Crust or star star, star crunch, crunch. Star, star crunches crunch, also yeah. could do the same thing. CJ says I should have gone to Christian school. My public school was lame. You should have. You, you should have. have way more fun at Christian schools. 
It's it's true. Granted, Christian schools are very different now. They they are very very different now. I think for the better. I I also from what I've heard. I don't want to tell that story. I was going to tell another funny story about another teacher, but well, I'm fine. glad you didn't. But it's Jerry, a different podcast. Jerry different did say you tell the best worst stories. Thank you. Matt Harrell was a sweet Mustang. I don't know what you're up to these days, but I hope you're not peeing on any more teachers' well, desks. That was a. Because if I'm about to turn 40, you're probably 41 or 42, and you should be ashamed of yourself. It was a disaster. I wonder if he tells that story. Speaking of disasters, you, you told me to write down on our show notes, next-gen disaster. Damn, I, we haven't, I don't know if we know what you're talking about. You know, we, we have some Wednesday night programming here at the church. We, yeah. we have youth group. We have a ladies' Bible study. Well, we, you've been running youth group. That's why I got we, you the sticker. We, we have a – because you think I'm ugly? Oh, because wow. God loves you. I wanted to boost your self-confidence. Wow. You said that you thought I was ugly, Tim. We had a – we, we don't have a kids ministry program on Wednesday night, but we still have about 60% of the kids that are here on Sunday morning here. And the person so do that you does- have, you have child care? We have child care. Okay, okay. And the person that does our child care canceled, mm. which means that most of the moms that come to the women's Bible study wouldn't be able to come, which means we wouldn't be able to have youth group because there'd only be one or two kids. And chain so, reaction. And so it was a, the, the chain reaction. The butterfly flapped its wings and so in Safety Harbor. all of the ladies were scrambling, oh no, what are we going to do? Well, I can't come, I can't come. And I said, listen, how about I got this? How about I combine the youth group and the Harbor Kids, and okay. uh, we play some DYM sidekick games. Why not? We we order some pizza, and I say all the time that I want the kids to think of me as their pastor, not their parents' pastor. Wow. And so wow. I've got this. It's all about Andrew here. Tim, I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a great it idea. It sounded like, like, hey, do you know what we should do? We should get, you know, On from, paper, from, that sounds from awesome. eighth, because we didn't have any high schoolers come to youth group that night anyway, so it was eighth grade on down. So, but when you have kindergartners through eighth graders in the same room doing the same thing, there's, there's some developmental differences. That is a big age and gap. And it is hard to play some games together that way. It's a big age that gap. Way. Might have had just some and puzzles for the little ones. Tim, I, it was not good. I'm so sorry. I thought... Those kids are going to go home, and it will be their favorite night of church programming ever. We, we talked about up. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Heard of we had We had a little Bible lesson. There was a fourth guy in the fire that day. There, there was. Looked like the son of a god. Not the son of God. I know we like to talk about it as though it was a Christophany. We do. Andrew begs but, to differ. That's DTS uh, for you. Timmy. <laughs> there were there were elementary kids crying because like they didn't win one of the games like you know it was not good it was not my proudest moment I thought tears yes I, I thought this was going to be you like know a, how kids get with competition I know but I had, if like they don't win then they're I went done. to five below and I you know everybody oh, who you wins had, you had game I yeah. had candy I had, but I, there was you also prizes there was also candy for everybody everybody got sugared and pizzaed and and sodaed up it didn't matter and the emotions were it hot was, when they lost it was not my finest hour but the the ladies got to have their bible study but i don't know that we will be combining the uh the, the k through eight for one single program of uh children's student ministry again but when you, when you told soon. me about it before it happened you were so excited i was i was like you hey, thought this is it i'm stepping in this is gonna I'm be the latest up of next gen programming at safety harbor community church we're gonna this could take off it did not this could become a thing it, d- it will not it happened and it's done instead Children ended up in tears. I'm sorry. I was trying. Andrew, I know I said I, I just finished up wedding season, but lately... You're drawing. Because I'm, I'm making a connection here Ooh. because... I don't want to say I went from wedding season to hospital season, but I've... I have... I've done a few more hospitals. I have been... Lately. I've talked to you multiple times in the past 
few weeks when you're like, oh, hey, I got to go. I'm, I'm stepping into a hospital. I just thought you were trying to get off the phone with me. No, there's been multiple hospital visits. And I, I'll just be honest with you. I, I typically do not post on social media when I'm going no. to the hospital. No. I, I, I know other pastors love to. I don't, is it bragging? Well, is it like, a, hey, pray for me. I'm about to walk into. Yeah, it's like the obligatory. I'm about to preach chapel. Post. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, if you're asking for prayer. Sure. Or you could just not and just do what you've been called to do. Yeah. I, I, I've never seen you post about no. walking into a hospital. No, I do like hospital visits. Like I, I don't like Depending that I have to make on them. The, yes, but just yeah. in in general. So the first, my my mom was a nurse for forty plus years, and so I grew up like, hey, I want to have lunch with mom. I'm going to go to the hospital, have cafeteria food because you can, some hospitals have great. You can always food. get mashed potatoes, and mashed potatoes are my favorite food. So yep. there's an instant win. But so I'm, I'm comfortable around hospitals. Uh, the first ministry that was ever entrusted to me was the White House Assisted Living Facility in Palm wow. Harbor, Florida. They asked for a service from at my home church there. And my home church, the deacon said, absolutely. And then they realized there was just like seven old ladies. And so they passed it off to the youth group. So I think that's awesome. Um, so but by you know, my junior year of high school, I was doing a service for old ladies at the assisted living facility. So hospital visits and hospitals have never really made me uncomfortable. So based nope. on that, I know how many other ministers I've worked with now. Now it's just me. But, you know, at other churches like, oh, what, what can I do to get you to admit to this visit for me? And now I'm like, hey, sign me up. I If I someone have, has to do a hospital hospital visit, I'm there. I have no issue doing the hospital visit. We have an, an elder on, on our team who also volunteers at, at hospitals in the area, and he does a lot of them as well. But I've noticed um, – specifically over the last three years since I've stepped in as lead mm -hmm. pastor, that there are no two hospital visits that are no. ever going to be the same. Even though, you know, I took a class in seminary that was about bedside manner and, mm -hmm. and how to conduct yourself in a hospital room and what to do and what not to do. Summarize the class in 38 seconds, go. Um, don't say too much. Know when it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. Pray appropriate prayers. Read appropriate scripture. Ask appropriate questions. I mean, like that's yeah, kind yeah. of like the idea. You, be be brief. Don't sit down unless you're invited. Don't to. sit down. That that's key because mm -hmm. if you, yeah, exactly. So I mean, but even then, it's still different every time because we you know I've yeah. gone from one who you know basically ICU to another who just just got out of a you know a mild surgery. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be fine. And then another where they're not responding. Mm -hmm. they're, they're minutes away from dying. I was brought in at the very last second to you know pray over. Which those are. Those are tough. Yes, those those are unpleasant. Because typically the the person no longer looks like the person, and that's mm. there's no point in describing visually what they look. I'm not seeing, no, but yeah. And then how often do you get to a hospital, and then the person's sleeping? That's the one who's like, ooh, yeah. You know, do you? We we have the church stationery, like the little postcards that we miss you and we're praying for you. So that's when I I bring those with me and leave a little note propped up. But what Jerry what says, do? I make hospital visits like I rob <laughs> banks, get in, make the hit, get out. It's also changed so much in like since COVID. Post COVID for 20, it, we didn't, we didn't we visit someone in the hospital yeah, for two plus years. If right. you can't go visit like, people there was in the like, hospital. There was a, I mean, for me, I think it was a year and a half where I was not allowed to step foot. Yeah. That was weird. The last hospital visit I made, there was like a security line that mm -hmm. was 30 or 40 people long. It took longer to get through that line than to actually than visit it. with the parishioner. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Was it Meese countryside? Uh, like that one, their security is I've awful done several right now. in Tampa and those have been Tampa general mm -hmm. Tampa, Tampa general security is 
it's one of the best hospitals in the nation with the most robust. So you got to get your picture taken to go into that hospital. Yes, you do. Luckily, my picture's on file with Trinity Medical Center, so I can just walk in. And that parking ain't cheap. No, sir. Trinity's great. It's it's not difficult. I'm on two seconds from your house. It's two seconds from my house. I'm I'm listed as clergy, so they already have have me in the system, which is nice. Is Trinity a baycare hospital? I don't know. I've got got my neat little clergy tag Mm -hmm. for, for parking. The only problem is that most... Most hospitals don't have clergy parking anymore, so I'm like, okay, Morton Plant, you gave me a clergy tag, but you took away my clergy spot. What up? Come on. Not cool. You don't get a lot of perks. That was one. I know. Like, that'd be a good parking the, spot. The weirdest thing to be excited about. So <laughs> the, the, got my the closest hospital to my house spot. is the Largo Medical Center, Yeah. which if you go there, you're probably going to die. Yeah. It's, not, it's not. It is not a Baycare hospital, and but they have the best clergy parking. <laughs> It's at my, my previous church in Seminole. It was also the closest hospital to them. And so, and it was also the closest to my house. So I would regularly be, Hey, Andrew, could you go see so-and-so there on your way home? I'm like, Oh yes, I can. You got it. I can, I can zip in and out, mm. park in that clergy spot. Mm. Get you. I love that hospital. 40 under 40. Andrew Larson. 40 under 40. Here's the 40 tips you need to visiting people in the hospital. <laughs> I think that'd be a really, uh, Good book. Maybe a blog post. I do have to get some Chick-fil-A for my fan, but before I go do that, we should probably thank thank people that make this show possible. Do they make it possible? I feel like me showing up here and you having the gear here is what makes this show possible. That's true. The internet makes the show possible. We've never made money on this. I know. Someday. 202 times we've... We've thanked people for... (laughs) That's not true. Uh, Thank you, Getting Ready for Marriage, especially Chapter 7. Chapter 7 is my favorite chapter. Just finished up this curriculum with uh, a couple that I married on Saturday. They loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved it, even though they were... I mean, it wasn't new information for them, but they still really enjoyed it. Recommend it for every couple getting ready for marriage. There is a former pastor in our church who was going through this with a recently married couple. Also, I think mid-50s this couple is. And both of them previously married, now with adult children. Mm-hmm. They loved it so much that they bought this book for their adult children and their significant others. Wow. So they went through the book. Wow. And loved it so much that they passed it on to the next generation. You know, they also offer, uh, Jim and his wife have a 52-week devotional mm-hmm. for couples. I thought, and I, and I saw it as I was going through the curriculum again, I thought, would that be a cool wedding gift yeah. for us as as ministers to buy it? We should buy it in bulk. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. We could split an order of 10 or something. Speaking of helping fellow ministers. Youth Ministry University, train your team. Get oh, I up. love that when you... I don't know why it does when that. When you switch I, to that, it, it goes, goes to, to my front It goes facing. to your front-facing camera. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even in the shot. I You're can, not even I can get shot. up and leave. We're also a proud... Proud. 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 Pretty proud. proud. Part of the DYM Podcast Network. Even if you get Mike Wazowski'd on an ad at a conference, we're still happy to be part of this Listen, network. Listen, sometimes you go to a conference, I don't know, it's just like a first few, I don't know what it is, but they they display, look at all these shows in the DYM Podcast Network. It could be network. your first few conferences you went to. And even though you're by far the most prolific show on the network. Not even close. Not not even close. Sometimes your, your graphic shot. gets covered up, and that's okay. Because we're not in it for the notoriety. Similar to Mike Wazowski, you just happen to be on the page. We are, we're in it to hang out on the clock. 
But still, we're a proud part of the DYM Podcast Network. Speaking of on the clock, you've got work to do. Yeah. So do you. We should probably go get our work done, and uh, we should talk next week about the week in ministry that was. Get your work done. Make sure to wish Andrew a happy birthday Make on sure we're, wish Timmy Thursday. a happy birthday tomorrow. The 25th is his 35th. 35th on the 25th. Tim, hmm. in the next year of hmm. our lives, well, I mean, really, we're talking two months from you, from completing your educational journey, you and think, my, maybe? my final eight weeks of my, yes, my seminary journey coming to an end, for in, sure. In theory, uh, assuming I get all my coursework done, I could you will. never have a need to take another academic course again after wow. this calendar year of my life. Wow. We're achieving so much, Tim, at 35 and 40. Maybe maybe we are wonderkins. But I did talk to but someone who not. regularly funds my education account, and they told me that if I wanted to continue going to things, that they would help pay for them, and might even have enough in there to bring a buddy. Interesting. Just saying. Interesting. Like we a, should never stop learning. Like Andrew. a sabbatical study program or something. We should never stop learning. I don't know, Tim. I just want you to know that I'm proud of all that you've accomplished in the first 35 years of your life. Well, I've I've done what I can. Hey, let's hang out next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. See you soon, boys and girls.